0: Well, today's one of my favorite feast days. We celebrate Saints Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, the archangels. And it's an opportunity, an occasion for us to uh, be reminded that there are unseen realities taking place, very, very important things going on that we cannot see with our bodily eyes, but that are nonetheless just as real as the things that we can see. And there is a, a battle that's waging in invisible, unseen places, in, in, in heavenly realms. Uh, if we look at the first reading, we'll focus on that today, I think. It's from, that gives us enough material to, to chew on. Uh, from the book of Revelation, from the apocalypse. And uh, we see this war. It says, war broke out in heaven. Notice that. War broke out in heaven. Interesting. Michael and his angels are battling against the dragon. The dragon is a symbol of the devil. And the devil's got his angels and they fight. Okay, But Michael and his angels prevail and they essentially push the devil and the other fallen angels out of heaven. It says there's no longer any place for them in heaven. Um, And it talks about this serpent. It says that he has deceived the whole world. That he has deceived the whole world. Uh, in other passages in the Bible, St. Paul, for example, in 2 Corinthians, refers to uh, the devil, he refers to him as the God of this world. That's a pretty, that's a pretty powerful term, God with a little g, <laughs> that the devil is the God of this world. And um, uh, many other passages would lead us to believe that the devil has a certain amount of authority over the world right now. Um, But whatever authority that he has, he has it because of human sin. Okay, So his authority only goes as far as our sin goes. And and uh, I think this is sort of hinted at here in our text, because we go on and it says, you know, we see this battle and we see the overthrow of the devil and his angels. And then to celebrate this victory, there's this voice, probably an angelic voice that says, Now have salvation and power come and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed. So the authority of the devil is uh, overcome and there's now room that's made for the authority of Christ. Okay, so the kingdom of God is overcoming the kingdom of darkness. And it says, The accuser of our brothers is cast out. And it says... They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. Love for life did not deter them from death. This is referring to human beings now, human martyrs. These are martyrs that are being spoken about. So the martyrs overcame uh, him, the devil, by the blood of Christ and by the word of their testimony that they confessed the name of Jesus before men and refused to deny Christ before men. And uh, they did this even to the point of shedding their blood and testifying to the truth of the gospel through the shedding of their own blood. Okay, So it's actually what we're seeing, this battle between Michael and his angels and the devil and his angels is an image of a battle that's really, the, the main battleground is the heart of man. It's human humanity, human beings, okay? And it's when we overcome sin that the devil is overthrown and that the kingdom of God displaces the kingdom of darkness. The other thing I'm going to talk about here, very interesting, it says, war broke out in heaven. Now, at the end of the passage, it says, rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them it'd take too much to kind of get into, but if you look at a lot of other passages in the apocalypse, you actually see that this whole reference to those who dwell in heaven is a reference to Christians on the earth, and that heaven is actually a symbol of the church. So the real battle is taking place in the church, and it's taking place in the hearts of men. And it's when we, through the blood of Christ, confess the word of Jesus Christ and allow him to be king in our hearts, allow him to be Lord and to kick out the sin out of our own lives, it's when that happens that the devil is overcome in the church and in our hearts. Now, how how does the devil fight mankind? Well, there are innumerable demons uh, all over the world. We know the St. Michael the Archangel prayer. You know, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the snares and wickedness of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God cast into hell, Satan and all the other evil spirits who prowl around the world seeking the ruin of souls how do the, how do the demons prowl seeking the ruin of souls they have kind of uh they don't know us from the inside out only god knows us from the inside out okay he knows the depths of our heart and the power of his grace moves us from the depth of our being outward and liberates us from the power of our fallen passions and and sinful Uh, you know, emotions and, and our sins. God has that power. He has access to our innermost being. The demons do not. But they're very smart and they observe us. They observe us. And they have the power of suggestion. So they essentially suggest thoughts to us. Okay? And then they can observe our reactions. And they know our weaknesses, so they play us like that. They're just—they're like very uh, astute doctors, if you will, who can diagnose a disease on the basis of its symptoms. Okay, so they observe, and then they then they guess, and they make an inference about what our weaknesses are, what our um, you know where the the holes in our armor are, so that they can kind of get in. And they do that within the church too. The devil wants to divide the church and destroy it, so he, he finds weak links and he wiggles his way in like a serpent and he gets in there. Um, so notice, too, that it, the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. So the, the main way that the devil wages his warfare is through suggesting thoughts to us of accusations against our brothers and sisters. That's the main way that he does it, through slander, through detraction, and through rash judgment. Those are the main ways that the accuser finds room in our hearts and our minds to, to divide and to overcome. But when we're on to his game, and we allow Jesus to be Lord of our life, And we don't let our hearts and our minds be ruled by suspicion, accusations, so forth and so on. But when instead it's the word of truth that is reigning in our hearts, that's when the kingdom of Christ pushes out the kingdom of darkness. And the devil is overthrown and there is victory. And the final thing that we can celebrate and rejoice in is that we have got some really powerful friends helping us do this. We've got Michael and Gabriel and Raphael. And uh, the angels that are in league with them are way more numerous than the angels that, the fallen angels that are in league with the devil. So we've got nothing to fear, uh, as long as we move in faith and we confess the truth internally and externally and uh, allow The kingship of Jesus Christ to rule in our hearts.